This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, movie lovers, welcome back for another Anatomy of Movie. Today, we purge, so stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Anatomy of a Movie. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Not only do we purge, but we purge for the very first time here. (laughs) We have Dimitri Panos. Hey, movie fans. Hey, Phil. Hello, hello. My name is Phil Svitek. I'm glad to be here. Uh, This is my first purge (laughs) ever. Um, I'm getting out of here. (laughs) Feet don't fill me now. (laughs) A couple of things before we get into the the show. Number one, we assume that you've kind of seen the movie, so therefore it is spoiler-filled. We will be talking all things. Uh, regarding the purge and the rest of the franchise and so forth. Um, secondly, welcome to the show. If you've never joined us, uh, we do things a little bit differently. We try to dissect movies both from the story perspective, but also give you behind the scenes. Uh, usually, we do one in-depth movie a week. That was for us, Ant-Man and the Wasp. That was this week, and then sort of a quicker review one. That is the first purge today. So, uh, we're not going to get fully, fully into depth, but we're going to cover enough of the important stuff that you'll get a good enough taste. Uh, Without further ado, though, Dimitri, what did you think of The First Purge? Well, I found this to be a very interesting movie and and a a couple of things. Hey, I've been calling this the summer of fun. (laughs) Well, then The First Purge came, and I'm not saying that in a bad way, way, but, you know, the movie is not fun. Uh, I did find it to be very, uh, at times, uh, uncomfortable being that it was so close to home. You know, this whole Purge series, uh, I find it's it's a very fascinating, interesting series to me. Um, this really kicked off the Blumhouse um, in what it's regards to today, right? It was So this movie comes out, small budgeted, Ethan Hawke was in it, and it was billed as a horror movie, a thriller. And yes, there's social, social, political implications, as there have been in all of them. But there's been sort of kind of a shift where they've gone from like suspense, thriller kind of horror movies where this one, well, this one's very, to me, probably the most social, political. And it becomes an action thriller. And by action, this movie had some action. The gunfights, the last quarter of this movie is siege on an apartment complex. It was pretty damn good. It was filmed really well. But we can't fill it. You know, I, I don't like to bring up politics. Now when we're talking about movie shows, but this is a movie that is really all about social, socio-political yeah. themes that permeate this movie very deliberately. Yeah, you can't not talk. I mean, first off, it came out on the 4th of July very deliberately. So there's that whole aspect to it. I mean, this is, as I mentioned, this is my first purge. And so uh, for me, it delivered what it promised. I wasn't expecting more. I wasn't expecting less. And uh, all in all, an enjoyable time. And that sounds rather ironic. I, I understand. 
Um, you know, the as far as anything that made me kind of head scratch was this idea that uh, why does purge have to be synonymous with killing? Right. There are plenty of illegal things I would want to do that don't involve killing. Like, for example, the the couple having sex outside. That was illegal. Not on purge day. Yeah, apparently not. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I think it's... And in it's, a sense, they were purging. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so it was interesting how, you know, that, that became the thing. And the only aspect of it that didn't go deeper was, okay, why is it... I mean, I guess I, I, guess I got it. Um, we're literally purging. The reason why we need it to be a success and the reason why purging equals killing is because we need to kill off enough people uh, be, for the fact that we're getting overcrowded in cities and so forth. Yeah. It, but, how do I put this? Look, I, I just, I just got to be straight up. I mean, the re- and, and why, we're, why did we need to... Um, uh, get rid of some of the quote-unquote surplus population, uh, as Ebenezer Scrooge, Scrooge would call them. How do they do this? Well, it's it's through. Do you do you do you feel anger? Do you have hate? Do you feel anger and hate within you? And aspect number one of this movie that really sort of kind of takes things home, like to our current day. Um, you know. Whether you're political or not, folks, there's anger going around and hate going around today. Hate crimes have gone up. Look at what's going on in England right now. There is a mass demonstration of anger and hate towards one person. Uh, in our own country, things, the fabric of certain things, I'm trying not to be overly political, but they're being torn apart through anger, through hate, and this purge says, hey, if you're feeling this, well, you get to act out on it, and on top of it, you can kill with your anger and, and your hate. It's with one of no the repercussions. First with no repercussion. For one day. One night, actually. 12 no. hours. That's number one that's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, in, And this is in today's news. Well, I mean, it, it, it makes... It makes so much. I'm just going to give a, this an entire explicit warning for the rest of the, the show. Number one, because I'm about to use a, a a quote from the movie, but it it, it ties to just Trump very directly. I, you know, uh, I don't think there's sometimes you know like there, we talk about hidden Easter eggs. This I don't think was a hidden Easter egg at all. There's one of the main characters, Naya. Um, she's out and about during the purge because you know she's trying to save her brother, and she gets attacked. By, as she calls him, a pussy-grabbing motherfucker. And yeah. I don't think that, that... You can't mistake that for who that's trying to poke... Fu- not, I don't even know if fun is the right word. No, but. It, it, and that's every... Almost, there were certain pieces of dialogue that were so very deliberate. There were certain images that were so very deliberate in this movie. And I think that's why, you know, it, there there is a sense of uncomfortableness while watching this movie. Forget about the aesthetics and, and, and the action that's in this movie. And the action, I have to say, becomes cathartic. <laughs> yeah. It becomes cathartic in the last quarter of this movie. But to your point, Phil, there, there's the hate. There's the anger. You can use your hate and anger. There's the pussy-grabbing motherfucker. There is a line of dialogue when, well... 
the government, the 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 uh, freedom fighting, the what are they called again? The FF, the the new the, new founding fathers the, of America, the new founding fathers of America. This was supposed to be an experiment. They rigged the experiment. They conspired to rig this experiment to have this happen in a dystopian world to run this country. And they send in mercenaries. And lo and behold, the mercenaries are Russian. Hmm. Right? So there's a collusion with Russians coming in to to kick off this purge that makes murder legal. There are white supremacists and it just makes no bones about it that these are white supremacists who ride into town and kill African Americans in an African American neighborhood. Again, there should be it's very deliberate that this took place in an urban rundown area neighborhood and that White supremacists come in with their torches and kill every African American in this church who is there for safe haven. Well, I think I think that's the the irony is it's interesting. Like the the maybe the NFFA realizes this part of it, but the anger that these people are feeling, and I would say the anger that most people in America are feeling, is not towards the other person of their neighborhood generally. You know, no. let's say I might have a lot of anger, too, but doesn't mean I want to kill you. No. Right. If I have a problem with the establishment, I want to go after the establishment. Right. And so, listen, if you're going to do any sort of purge, open it up to, OK, everyone takes a shot at the government. Right. <laughs> you know what I but, mean? But like, not your own gov- neighborhood. I, uh, agreed. But the government is controlling everything. The government is telling you. This well, is good for the country. This is good for the whole. Where, well, money becomes you know? the big catalyst. You know, that that's really the driving force of all of this and why the people absolutely. of Staten Island in the movie go along with it to begin yeah, with. Absolutely. It's like uh, you get much more. You get $5,000 just to not leave Staten Island. You get more if you participate. And by participating, they mean killing people. The smaller things at first, and then, yeah, definitely killing. I mean, the amount of money that probably had everything gone according to plan would have been spent on that Mm -hmm. night. But then again, if it went according to plan, there'd be no one left to give the money to. And, you know, well, the director uh, of this movie, uh, Gerard, uh, well, yeah, Gerard McMurray, uh, he's a person of color, and he actually comes out and he says uh yes he 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 understands uh this purge this purge movie he goes on to say is definitely more political than all the other purge movies before and that it, it, it's it's coming in as a filmmaker of color i really wanted to address the political issues head on and i think some issues in society that we're facing now speaks to the purge this movie speaks to that. And, you know, it's we talked about Sicario uh, 2. Day of the Soldado. Day of the Sicario 2, um, which is a really great discussion. But one of the things I remember saying is that many reviewers call that movie bold. And I was like, what's bold about this movie? Yes, it's hyper, it's very violent and does some things. I found the first Purge to be bold and 
the way it's released, commercial cinemas, and what it's depicting and how it's depicting it. I mean, it could almost be almost like a science fiction movie, in a sense, where it's holding a mirror up to society, but it's not past society. It's not, it's not a futuristic movie. It looks a lot more like today, and it's holding a mirror up to us here and now in the present. This movie makes no bones about that. It doesn't well, hide that fact at all. <laughs> no, and what I appreciate that, you know, the main <clears throat> character, Dimitri, one of the first things that Nye says to him, like, you must love this. And he's like, no, 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 I don't. Yeah. Uh, I am not about this. And, you know, he obviously by the end of the movie becomes the hero. But what's interesting, I want to get your perspective, you know, on the theme. Nye and, and Dimitri, like, they need each other, but they represent, they, they both have an upset nature against the establishment, sure. but two completely different ways of going about it. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, I would say one certainly wins out by the end when Dimitri at the end says, what do we do now? We fight. Yep. Whereas her way was always, there's another way. I don't know if we ever got presented another way besides fighting. She tried. I mean, she did try. I mean, let, 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 let's be honest and listen. First and foremost, whatever I'm saying, I'm not condoning violence nor hate, nor anger, which I'm just saying what you just posed is she tried. She tried through protest. She tried to save, uh, I'm assuming that's her son. Uh, uh, no, her, her brother. Her, her brother. Isaiah. Isaiah. Um, <clears throat> she tried through her means to save her neighborhood. Um, but what do you do? When you get swamped, uh, you're overtaken. You have to go save your brother. The only way to do this protest isn't going to work in this situation to get you out of that apartment complex. And she knew, and and she did buckle down as best as she could if it wasn't for Dimitri coming in. Uh, And it wasn't like she was a damsel in distress. She was a strong woman. She just needed the added firepower. Because she did have it, like, when they first came in. She had a plan. She knew how to... She, she knew how to orchestrate an ambush, so to yeah. speak. But what was interesting to me is that Dimitri is the... Um, what was he? He was the czar. He was... I don't want to... The, the king. Lord, the king. He, he called he himself the king. the king. He was the king. And then Capolet right. was the king for five minutes. <laughs> five minutes. And... You know, the interesting thing about that Dimitri character is he's a he's he's the gangster. He's the bad guy. And that's quite clear. It's said to us he's the bad guy. We're going to root for him. But to your point, he's like, "No, I'm really not down for this. I'm I'm even going to hole up." Um but yet his instincts, his experience in being a gangster is what's in his street smarts. And his knowledge of the world of violence is what's going to keep him alive. And ultimately, the gangster becomes the hero. But when you put the there's a hero and heroine in this movie, I believe, because they both need to work together to survive this night and to get out of that apartment complex. That I thought was a very interesting theme. But you're right. The words were, what are we going to do now? It wasn't rebuild. It was, we're going to fight. Yeah. So the violence isn't over. We're gonna, and, and the anger is not gone. This purge did not work. The, 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 the anger is still there. 
And it's building up hatred. Yeah, I mean, it, it's the fact that it there's now more hatred than ever. No! Because now you br- you <clears throat> literally brought the fight home. Um, and you I'm cheated! To... The, the government cheated! Yeah. <laughs> and that, obviously that's, that's the equation that Naya... Dimitri kind of foresaw that in itself. He said, I, I didn't trust it. Whereas Naya, she didn't like it, but she believed in the greater good of her neighborhood. Right. And there was a greater good to her neighborhood. Yeah, there was looting and, and certain illegal activities, but not to the extent of the KKK running around. No. Now, you know, it's interesting that you brought, um, that you brought, like, she believed in the good in the neighborhood. And... As as the people who organize this purge and and you know Marissa Tomei Tomei being the doctor who, who sets this all up, they're all disappointed because they're they're actually not killing each other with the exception of uh, Skeletor. Skeletor. They're partying. They're partying like it was nineteen ninety nine. They were like, hey, if we're gonna purge, it's like there there are no limits. I'll drink drugs, whatever. Like that's their idea of purging. Uh, they needed nudging along. Um, but even when nudged, and, again, it but, wasn't... They were acting in defense at there, that point. It was defense, yeah. yeah. And Agreed. again, Skeletor was the only one that was just so psychotically out of his mind right. that he, he didn't need a push of any kind. Nope. Um, and that's, you know, even... Like, Isaiah represents this <clears throat> relative middle ground because he, he has a beef with Skeletor... Uh, for obvious reasons, and so now this is one chance to kind of take out his anger um, against him. But what he learns is this isn't worth it. No, no, and 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 you're right. Like Isaiah, uh, you know, he gets cut by Skeletor. That was a really creepy scene when he confronts him the first time. Yeah. And he takes the razor blade off his tongue, and you know, but but then he's made to look weak, uh, and so he's got to you know, do his revenge, and that's where his anger and hatred come from. Um, so this movie, this movie really, uh, it focuses on a lot of fears that people can have of one another, and that's why I felt that this movie was very uncomfortable, because it really is holding up a mirror to today's society, and, I, and I'm sorry, this, there's really, you can look at it as an action thriller, at least the last quarter of this movie, but you're really putting blinders on if you really don't think that this is a social, a socio-political movie. Because I think that there is no disguising it whatsoever. I think it was very deliberate in well, in its scenes and how it happened and the way that the government is watching you. Yeah. And you're right, motivated well, watching by money. you and then also deleting what doesn't serve the purpose. Correct. Like <laughs> That's even more interesting to me. But, speak, you know, as far as deliberate things, uh, this does tie into the movie, and we talk about trailers quite often, but the trailer made a very deliberate point to reveal the plot point that the government sent in people, which doesn't happen until about midway, maybe more so in the movie. Yeah, absolutely. And because I knew that spoiler from the trailer, I was like, I, I know it's coming. Right. Um, so I felt a little bit let down in that sense. Um but A, how did you feel about it from just watching the movie? And secondly, the fact that they were so deliberate in that as a driving force to get people to the movie. It, it, well, again, it was in this, in this world, in the, the purge world, it was the government that sends this in because they wanted to, to, to cheat the deck. 
They wanted to force the hand. So, and you're right, they tell us in the trailer that they're sending in military. A, there was more than just military they were sending in. They were sending in the white supremacists. There was, you know, even though it wasn't, even though it wasn't exactly a Nazi flag, it resembled Nazism to a T. I mean, at the end, like, he he might as well look like the fear. Oh, good God. Absolutely. Um, So sending that element in to an urban neighborhood, which I didn't know. Uh, You know, again, the trailer gave away parts. I didn't know that the Mercs were, they, they called upon the Russians to come in and be the Mercs. Didn't know that either. So they didn't, they gave away that plot point, but they hid the deeper points to me, mm-hmm. which were the ones that were the most uncomfortable and, and, and the scariest of this to get this purge going. Um, I, I found it to be a very interesting plot point. I found this whole movie to be interesting. Not that it's, a, you know, the, again, it's a great, but for it to be released in this time, this is, this is a bold move. Um, and for anybody who sees it, I, you know, because there really is no mincing words in this movie as to why this purge happened. And and again, I walked out and I saw it in a predominantly urban theater uh, and where we talk about the, uh, the, the, the action part of it, the last quarter was cathartic. My The audience I was with, man, they were cheering and like for every white supremacist that got knocked down and beat or shot bad, <laughs> they was... It was. It, it felt good in the theater. It was uncomfortable though to, to to see some of it take place before those scenes. Yeah. Well, it, it, you know, in in that way, it is an escapist movie. I mean, sure. no different than like um, Inglorious Bastards, where it all, you know, sure. it's an alternate version of reality and right. a way to do it. And you know, I think most audiences are of the mindset like, okay, they, we know this is wrong, but it's just good to get out right. that sort of feeling. Um, and one of the, you know, I look at Marissa Tomei and her character, how she was able to sort of piece together. Uh, she's looking at it and, and seeing like, okay, they're all wearing masks. Is, is, is it because they don't want to be seen? Which I thought was an interesting kind of like conclusion of like, oh, they're so embarrassed by what they're doing, regardless of whether or not it's right in the moment um, that they couldn't wear the mask. But obviously a deeper truth is revealed in that like, no, they're wearing masks because they're hiding their identity because it's. All white people. It's all white tri- people, government, mercenaries. And, and that's interesting because th- this is the first purge. So the tradition of wearing masks carried, carried on, <laughs> you know, as, as it went nationwide. Um, you know, and it was interesting, you know, she's the architect, Dr. Dr. Updale. And you're right. I mean, she... she she literally just wanted to have this ex- uh, as a social experiment. Where, you know, she and she made uh, that character made no bones that she wasn't associated with the government. They just funded her project. Yeah. Uh, and then when she finds out what's going on, they they dispatch of her and they delete the tape of dispatching of her. Um, but she'll become a hero. <laughs> so um, again, he, the. The, 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 the catharsis of the last, say, 25 minutes of this film all also come from, you know, it's a release of the anger. At least there's a payback for the anger and the hatred um, 
that that's taking place. And folks, you know, maybe you're thinking I'm going, or maybe we're going too deep into a first purge movie. But you know, I was reading the press kit and I was reading your quotes. It was meant to be this way. I mean, it, it was very purposeful uh, to to really hold this mirror up to today's society. We're not making this. It's it's like a too much science fiction. Like this is happening today. And I felt I felt uncomfortable watching certain scenes. Um, and you're right, the catharsis. We had good characters though, like Dimitri. He could have been a stereotype, like a gangster. But I like the guy that played him. I, a really I, good guy. He was good, right? He's he's known for insecure stuff. If you guys like TV, <clears throat> you can catch him in that. But you know, as far as the world building, right? Because um, yeah. this was my first movie into it, and you know, as I, as I joke to many people that I have <laughs> kind of brought to this movie, I'm like, hey, it's the what better way to start than the first, right? Right. And it did set up like we start with a larger context. We got a lot of news footage and things of that nature, sure. and they they bring up the various opposing sides, um, much like you would imagine, like real TV would. Right. Uh, and they do a decent enough job of kind of making it as realistic as possible. Van Jones is one of the reporters. <laughs> a CNN's Van Jones is there in the fray. I, it, uh, if you're watching you like you can't yeah they may have heard like, is this a documentary what's going on um but 100 percent, they, they, they set up this example and um you know you kind of you you understand it and then and then what they do a really good job of then isolating the characters mm-hmm. so we, we get the larger context of what's going on in this world which not that hard to buy and boom we're in with dimitri naya and isaiah yep and every now and then we fall skeletor Every now and then, because he's that loose cannon. He's what the he's what the architect wanted. Yes. Um. Per se, and her, at least initial findings was, geez, I thought there was, I thought there might be a lot more. <laughs> They're yeah. partying. Well, well, it's gonna take some time. They have to get comfortable with the concept. Yeah. Which, in and of itself, is a very dark thought because <clears throat> then you think. You're basically in this context saying all black people are just out of their minds because you you can't look at Skeletor. We opened the movie on Skeletor. Yes, the fact that he, we're calling him Skeletor, and that's his name, name. whether given or not, uh, and and everyone refers to him as Skeletor. Skeletor. This is not a sci- this is not a superhero movie. Like you have to know he's out of his freaking mind. He's, yeah, he's not. And you know. Yeah, I get people can be good and people can be bad, but even bad people don't think they're freaking Skeletor right. for the most part. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, if if, that, if that's your barometer, he's an outlier. True. <laughs> no, I mean he's completely off the rails. He's the one character that delivered some semblance of like, like there were there was like fear, like like horror kind of fear. Like this is this is bedlam and chaos. And a murderous, wrapped up in a murderous sheet, and and his 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 his, his, his tattoos or whatever you want to call them, he was the one factor, and he's the one factor that that kicks everything off, and he's, he starts to dispatch people at the dance part at the party. Mm-hmm. At that point, the militia hadn't been brought into this, um, so yeah, he's what the architect was hoping for or looking for to happen uh, but there just wasn't enough thank god um yeah. but the you know the government felt it was 
Not enough. No. Well, because, I mean, at the end of the day, no matter if, if he truly was, like, the only one taking out all these people and and he was the saving grace for the NFFA, then it's like, okay, eventually, when you look at someone like Dimitri, all right, we got, got to take out that guy? Sure. Right. And he hurt Isaiah? Hell yeah, I'm killing him. Yeah. You know, that, that would have been quite easy. Yep. Um, as far as horror movie tropes, I for sure thought, based on the way they set it up, that he was going to be in the closet. Oh, my God, me too. Uh, Twice, two of our main characters said, no matter what happens, stay in the closet. Right. And we I, saw the blood earlier. You think, okay, he's, he's got to be somehow in the closet. In the closet. Well, and they, they stayed in the closet so many times. I did go to this complete stranger next to me going, Skeletor's got to be in the closet, right? <laughs> the guy's like, who are you talking to? I was like, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> so, I'm like, because you kept on showing the closet. And then the motherfucker wasn't in the closet. <laughs> he did come to the apartment, he but he just apartment, not for the closet. Not for the closet. So uh, I don't know if that was intentional I, or pr- like what, what the hell that was about. I, but. It was a great misdirection, you know. At least for me, who watches enough horror movies, he's got. They're going to open up the thing, and he's going to come out swinging uh, uh, razor blades. Yeah, and I, I thought he's a patient. He's a patient dude in that closet. He's just standing there, letting more people in. He's like, I'm going to kill them all. I'm going to kill them all. Uh, You know, my only thing, again, when we were talking about horror tropes, I would have thought that. I would have, it would have been cool if Isaiah had been the one to take him down. But, again, I think they were, they they, they were placing Isaiah in some of it of a, it's not his world. Like, yeah, he, he, you he, could he, tell. So to have him kill somebody would mean that he took a turn. Yeah. Or, you know, he went over a hump. So on one hand, I was like, I thought that he would have, like, that would have been, like, the hero's, you know, during that journey's end. But then he would have turned the corner because he took a life. So it's fine that he didn't do it. Yeah. Uh, and, and Skeletor got his comeuppance. You know, he took a couple out. but yeah, He, he was helpful. Good. Oh, yeah, he was helpful. Um, unfortunately, not not that helpful. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Uh, any well, uh, we could talk uh, numbers certainly. Sure. Um, so overall, right now, worldwide total of fifty two million against a budget of thirteen million. So, Blumhouse, you know, on uh, <laughs> Meet the Movie Press, uh, and and Blumhouse makes the news weekly. We've 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 even adapted Blumhouse Corner. And today in Blumhouse Corner, yeah, Blumhouse is what they've grown into and what they've done. It's just fascinating. It's 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 amazing to to be able to release a movie like this in the summertime. To release it on a thirteen million dollar budget, thirteen million dollars, and you've grossed fifty two already, and and we're only in its first. It, it, it premiered July fourth, so fourth of July, for, uh, a week, week and, and a half, half. week yeah. and a half. You know, not not too shabby at all. Even um, you know, I'll try to let, let's try to put it in the. Uh, we'll try to rank it. Um, the first one is election year, then anarchy. Um, election year opened up uh, to thirty one million. Anarchy opened up to twenty nine. The Purge itself. Now, the first movie opened up to thirty-four, but the so these are I'm reading opening weekend grosses. This one opened up to seventeen. So this is the first one that didn't make it into 
high 20s, low 30s for an opening weekend. <clears throat> Again, now, it did open up on, on a 4th of July. A lot of people usually don't go to the movies on the 4th of July. They're barbecuing and lighting off fireworks. You have the rest of the week uh, to go into that. Now, I saw this movie on a Wednesday. My theater was packed. It was crowded, <laughs> packed. It's summertime, people are off. So, but l- let's look at the domestic gross, like the total gross. Purge election year did almost $80 million. Uh, Anarchy came in at 71. The first movie, uh, The Purge, did 64. And this one did is right now up to 40. Yeah. And each of these are all micro-budgeted. They're not that much more than $13 million to make. I mean, when you're talking about a total, at least right now, of $256 million... That's what, what, what's thirteen times four? Not a lot. Not a lot. I mean, it's 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 enough to make purges, it's give or take sixty million. Yeah, and they've made two and a half million dollars. The two hundred, two hundred and fifty-six million dollars. And what you have to also look at too, like I do look at this movie and uh, <clears throat> whether the cinematography and the acting, like for what it is, and especially the cinematography, is quite good. Mm-hmm. It looks really good, and so it's not like they've been like, okay, we're gonna make this, let's say, ambitious movie, and just not spend a lot of money, and, and it's gonna look that way. And like, right? No, it's as you mentioned, the lady from CNN. We we shoot in Staten Island, right? Like it 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 comes on screen. Yeah, I mean, it's number one too. They they're on location, so the the production headed to the city of Buffalo, New York, to film the first purge. Um, the Buffalo Film Commission was all in on this. And they had access to all the resources of the city. And they had the welcoming of the strong Latino and black communities. The director was certain that he would, could make Buffalo feel like the inner city sanctions of Staten Island. And he got to cast local performers. And, you know, I, I think, to me, being it's a location shoot, which usually is can be very, can be expensive, especially with that many who, people. Right, I, I really thought that they got the most out of this Park Hill as a community of people like those where I'm from. Uh, this is McMurray, and I really think that yeah, they really used their location really well, and the cinematographer got it to it was really especially at night it got very creepy um so it, and and it just added to a little bit of that that action thriller kind of you know almost an escape from new york mm-hmm. kind of thing well you know one of the things that i thought they did cre- cre- cleverly was as soon as we see the church we know that church is going down mm. yeah it's a very, yeah, it's so ominous However, rather than have to spend money, and I also think, like, at that point, it would have been gratuitous to show the destruction of a church. Oh, yeah. Rather, we just come back after it's been... The um, Yeah. And, and, and we see them leaving. Yeah. yeah. So it's equally as horrific. Your mind goes to work on how horrific it was. You get it, but you don't need to spend money on it. And, in fact, I think it's a lot more impactful oh. and tasteful, ironically, at the same time. It was extremely impactful. I mean... <laughs> Look, 
they they were wearing those white shirts and carrying they weren't necessarily tiki torches but they were torches i i mean i just couldn't you can't not watch that not think of the words oh there were fine people there they're fine no and no and people are running for and they were sent in that's the that that that's the uncomfortable part of this movie. They were sent in to do this damage on on a poor urban neighborhood that had, had enough going on. So, um, I again, I do like the last twenty five minutes of this movie. Uh, it'll have you clapping. Uh, you know, you're you're releasing, you're purging. You're like you're rooting for the, you're rooting for the gangster. And man, his fight scenes were awesome. Right, he was good. Um, I don't know how to pronounce his name, and uh, Yolan Noel is Dimitri. He was great. He was a formidable force. You you did not want to mess with him because you mess with him, you really are messing with the king. <laughs> you are. He was good. I, I really enjoyed him, and I like Lex Scott Davis. I thought she is as Naya. I thought she was. I thought she was really good too. Uh, a good strong character. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, I like the um, <laughs> I like the Three Stooges. Yes, the, the, the Three Stooges. Like, oh yeah, um, Mo, Larry, and that's Jerry Curly. <laughs> I like that. That's a really funny line. But I like those guys. Yeah. It had, and this is the kind of movie it had characters for you to root for. Like they weren't just stereotypical. They were there for the community too. I, I, I appreciated that. I like these characters. Absolutely, and uh, we haven't talked about Capital A, but... Um, capital A. You know, you, you got where he was coming from as far as wanting to sort of take over. Obviously, Dimitri wouldn't have it, and I think ultimately, you know, Dimitri's the, Dimitri's yeah. the king for a reason. Yeah, you, but, but Capital A wasn't Dimitri. No, like, no. You, know, you, have to, you have to, you know, so... Uh, no, I really... Uh, it, and that was interesting, too, in, uh, on how all that went down. And again, it furthers the plot because they he was going to take over this capital A. He was going to use the purge to purge his boss, yeah. <laughs> to get rid of his boss there, um, which set things in motion. Because uh, Dimitri didn't want really anything to do with it. He, he told his crew, too, we're, we're not going to partake in this. Um, so it was very interesting that capital A used the purge as his device to try to take over the gang. So, <clears throat> all right. Well, I think we've covered certainly the important aspects of the movie. Uh, if there's anything that we have missed, please let us know. Uh, we'll be happy to chat with you guys um, offline, as they say, even though it's all online. <laughs> I read any enough, but do let us know what you thought of this movie, especially because it is so divisive. Um, we do want to hear from your thoughts. If you guys want to interact with us on a more personal level, at DMovie1701, that is Dimitri. Yep. And I would also say, too, did you have you watched the, the remainder of the series? I will say as a criticism to this sure. movie, uh, did you stay for the button at the uh, end that I happened don't... sort of mid-credits sequence? Oh, for uh, they... When, when, when they announced that The Purge is going nationwide and then it's a success? No, uh, no, there was a, after that, there was I didn't yet catch another that one, button, think. which was an advertisement for it looks like The Purge is going to TV as a 10-episode oh. yes. miniseries. Uh, look, I love Blumhouse. Uh, I follow them. I love what they do. Don't advertise in a movie theater. Don't, don't tell movie theater audiences 
to, to, to watch TV. I get it. It was very clever. I'd never seen that done before <laughs> to use my own movie to, to advertise my own television series of the moniker of the movie that you just watched. It's going to be on TV. You imagine Marvel could have done that with Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D., but... <laughs> they could have. Um, so I thought that... that that was interesting, but also uh, this year, for, for those who go to Universal Horror Nights, which I'm a big fan of, uh, for the first time ever, while The Purge has always permeated Universal Horror Nights, but this time they get their first Purge uh, maze. So, uh, for you Purge fans uh, who are in Southern California, you'll get to experience the first Purge firsthand. There you go. And I'm at Phil Deck. Thank you guys as always. Um, We've got lots of other shows in our periphery, so if you want to check those out, by all means. We, in fact, did Ant-Man and the Wasp earlier today. Um, Movies that are ahead of us, we've got Mission Impossible, Fallout. Uh, Next week we will be covering Skyscraper, the new... The uh, Meg. The Meg. Looking forward to all of those, so... Lots and lots for you to consume, so please check us out. And you can always check out uh, Dimitri on Meet the Movie Press here on Popcorn Talk. So thank you guys for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.